Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. Jeremiah Thomas was a prophet. Even only as a teenager, he stood up for the right to life of the unborn, and he passed away tragically. Today we interview Rusty Thomas, his father, who's written Jeremiah Strong. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. On today's show, we have a live interview via Skype with a returning friend from Waco, Texas, Pastor Rusty Thomas, is an evangelist, formerly of Operation Rescue, Operation Save America, and an author who has now written an important book, Jeremiah Strong. Welcome to the program, Pastor Rusty Thomas. How are you, sir? I'm pressing on in Jesus' name, chaps, and I know you're doing the same. In Jesus' name. We can't get enough of Jesus. And uh, remind our audience, you've been a guest on our show before, but introduce yourself. Well, brother, uh, I'm the husband of one wife, and God has blessed me with two good women. My first wife, Liz, uh, passed away. We had 10 children together. And and God in his goodness raised up another woman, Kendra Thomas, my current wife, to take me on with 10 kids. Uh, she uh, had twin daughters that made 12 in the Thomas Nation. And then we had one together, Jubilee. And so husband of one wife, father of 13 children, uh, two of them uh, have gone on to their eternal reward. Uh, my son, Jeremiah, that we're going to talk about today, and my daughter, Charity. And uh, so we still have 11 here on the earth who all love God and serve God and, and still love us, chaps, through it all. So what a gift. What, what a blessing from the Lord. I am so impressed with uh, your your masculinity, your your virulence there. <laughs> to, to, to have 13 children and how many grandchildren now and how many great grandkids? Some some of them recently got married, right? Oh yeah, we got we got seven that are are married and we still have four more uh, to get married. And so yeah, the the grandkids are rolling in, brother. I think we're up to about 20. Uh, our goal is to have a family reunion in a stadium one day. <laughs> that's, you know, that's, that's the Thomas Nation, you know. And uh, so, yeah, the, the grandkids are rolling rolling in. And what's interesting, brother, they just taken up where the kids left off. They wow. come in, they rush in, they hug your leg, Grandpa! And then they go and raid the pantry and the refrigerator like their like their parents before them. So it's awesome, buddy. It's awesome. That's great. So yours is a pro-life message. Not only do you live that with your family, but your family has been famous for leading protests in in defense of unborn children outside of abortion clinics. Uh, tell us about your history with Operation Rescue and Operation Save America. Yes, sir. Um, the Lord, uh, in the fall of 1988, 
uh, birth me into this battle, brother, through a threefold witness. And, you know, I was a pastor uh, in Florida and sort of minding my own business. And the Lord just set me up, brother, through a threefold witness. It was a video called The Massacre of Innocence. And then the fall of 1988, after I had watched that video that busted me up, chaps, I mean, just broke my heart, opened my eyes. And then a week later in 1988, in the fall, was the Democratic National Convention in Atlanta, Georgia. And I'm literally watching on TV Christians, you know, worshiping the Lord and spirit and the truth and praying. And they were interposing at the death camps in Atlanta, the abortion mills. And I'm watching them getting hauled away to jail. And so, you know, the week prior, God, you know, bust my heart over this thing. And then I'm watching Christians go to jail. And, and then the third week, I just had this strange guy uh, come to my church. Uh, he knocked on the door, asked if I was the pastor. And uh, lo and behold, I said, yes. And he says, we need to talk. And I'm like, well, what about? And he said, uh, I just returned from Atlanta. And I got to tell you, chaps, when he said that, the tears just started rolling down my eyes. Wow. And uh, I said, yes, sir, we, we, we need to talk. Like, what meaneth this? What's going on here? Yeah. And what he shared, brother, is that God was moving upon the evangelical church uh, to repent of the blood guiltiness and to begin to live out our faith and interpose at the death camps. Uh, to rescue those unjustly sentenced to death. So that's how God birthed me into this battle and uh, pretty much helped lead the charge for about 27 years, brother. So one of your children, Jeremiah, was a young man who was raised in that kind of uh, prophetic environment where, where he protested alongside of you, outside of the abortion mills. And he took on his own sort of message and, and and how did that begin? Well, it's interesting, chaps, because there's really what, what started uh, Jeremiah's journey uh, to take ownership, not just for the faith, brother, but for the ministry, is when we did a rescue in Louisville, Kentucky. And I think if you go on YouTube, it's called The Father's Last Words. Uh, Rusty Thomas, Jeremiah Thomas. Um, but any, it's just a minute long video. And what you see, chaps, as I'm being hauled away to jail and I'm sitting on the sidewalk handcuffed, you know, interposing to save the life of the preborn, uh, Jeremiah's on the side. And, and I asked the kids, you know, how's your heart, kids? And they're saying, good, dad. And so I said, children, you know, this is your heritage, you know. And as I said that, chaps, I literally saw the Holy Spirit of God just fall upon my son. He was 16 oh years old and he was a quirky kid, average American teenage Christian. You know, he had his issues. He had his struggles. But I saw the Holy Spirit hit him, chaps, and the tears just started to stream down his face and. I knew the Lord had touched him. Wow. And what we didn't know, this was the beginning of a great, great 
journey of you know faith adversity struggle sickness death uh but through his testimony he was going to rock this world in jesus name and boy brother did god ever use that one year of his life uh, the, the the testimonies still roll in four amen years later bro so you've Amazing. written a book and the book is called jeremiah strong it's about your son uh hold up the book and we need to take a short break uh, people can find this book, Jeremiah Strong, through the website, jeremiahstrong.com. We'll be right back with Rusty Thomas. Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. Reading today's headlines, doesn't it seem sometimes like the world is unreal? We hear about rumors of wars and we see legislative and cultural battles here in America. But where is our hope? I think it's in the gospel of Jesus Christ. We're offering now a, a DVD series led by family ministry leader Vince Dacchioli, Real Christianity in an Unreal World. It behooves us to really understand what does it mean to be relevant as a Christian and to be real and to spread the gospel in a way to where more and more people will, be in, will embrace it and move yep. in the right direction. We can send you the entire DVD series, which is three-part teaching with Vince and a bonus of my personal testimony for a suggested donation of just $30 if you call now at 866-Obey-God or write to the address on your screen or visit PrayInJesusName.org. We want to rush you this important teaching to ground your faith in real Christianity. Do you have Muslim friends or neighbors living in America? We want to give them Bibles in their native language, and you can help. We're making a free offer to you, the viewing audience, to help give away free Bibles to Muslims. If you want us to send a copy of the New Testament for yourself or a friend in any of the following languages, we would love to send it to you free of charge. We've got an Arabic New Testament available, Farsi New Testament, Turkish New Testament, the Kurdish New Testament in Kurmanji, the Kurdish New Testament Sorani, and the Dari Gospel of John. All you need to do is contact our office by phone, 719-574-5900. Again, that's 719-574-5900. Or send an email request to hope at vopg.org. Again, that's hope, H-O-P-E, at vopg.org. And we'll process your request right away. God bless you. Defending your religious freedom. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Chaps, joined again by Pastor Rusty Thomas, who has written a book about his son, Jeremiah Strong, who was called to be a prophetic witness outside of abortion mills. Here's a pro-life young man who was 16, uh, took on the mantle, received the anointing for protest ministry, following in his father's footsteps, uh, and then tragedy struck. Uh, Jeremiah sadly passed away about a year later, and here to talk about it is his father, Rusty Thomas. Uh, Rusty, so before the break, you were talking about the book, Jeremiah Strong. We want you to hold up that book cover again. Uh, and you say that his young life, or the year following that encounter you described in Louisville, to the time of his death at, at a young age, was he 17 when he passed away? And how did you discover that he was sick? Uh no, he was actually 16 when he passed away, brother. Oh, my. Um, the, uh, and I do need to make a clarification. My, my wife, Kendra, 
really wrote the lion's share of the book. Uh, but she originally wrote it as a memoir from a mother's perspective. But we're hoping, chaps, with God's blessing, we can turn this book into a feature film. There's been some interest along those lines. And so we rewrote it together uh, to change it from a memoir based on a true story. And so I just want to include Kendra because really she she's the one that put the blood, sweat, and tears in writing this book. Well, I, I should I be... Just, I should be interviewing her and not you. We we got to get her pretty face. I bet she's prettier than you are too. But tell oh, yeah. <laughs> tell us about uh, but, about his life. How did he change and and what happened? Well, brother, there were certain um, milestones along the way. Obviously, that first encounter was in Louisville. Uh, the second great impartation that the Lord brought to our son. We call it the Louisville uh, baptism revival where I stepped into the waters to baptize one young man who recently got saved. And then the congregation, there was hundreds and hundreds of people, just the Lord fell uh, at that baptism pool. So I went in to do one baptism. I didn't leave those waters until three hours later. And literally, chaps, people, they, they weren't prepared for baptism. They didn't have extra clothes or towels. Whole families came. The kids came running. And we were just baptizing one right after another. And I'm literally watching God restore prodigals to their family, God healing marriages between men and women, uh, people were coming to Christ. I mean, it just was a move of God. And Jeremiah was one who came forward uh, in that baptism. And it's interesting, chaps, I I'm saying to the Lord, here he comes, here he comes. He's always been your son more than mine. Wow. And what's interesting, brother, when, when I baptize him, he, before I baptize him, he's literally pounding his chest right at the exact spot with a, when a cancerous tumor is going to grow outward and literally split him in half. He's banging that area, and he is just submitting to the Lord, and it's a powerful, powerful move of God upon our son. Wow. And so that takes place. Well, then fast forward to July when we're doing our national event in Louisville, Kentucky, and he has an encounter with uh, a group of Satanists. And it, it was literally a Mount Carmel experience, brother, with where our young uh, encounters over 50 full-grown Satanists. And so as they're embarking uh, off the bus to minister out on the streets in Louisville, Kentucky, they get attacked uh, by these Satanists and they're cursing them, vexing them, profanity, blasphemy, vulgarity. Uh, and these kids uh, obviously are freaked out. They're afraid. Some of them are weeping. Uh, they're, they're struggling. And then they just fall on their knees. They cry out to Jesus. They start worshiping God. And there are pictures, brother, where these trembling lambs literally become roaring 
lions. Wow. I mean, the spirit of God shows up. And you got to picture this chap. There's the police. There's the pro-aborts, the sodomites, the Satanists. There's the media. And Mount Carmel is, is going down. And there are pictures of Jeremiah like roaring, like roaring. And he, he came to me afterwards, chaps, and he said, Dad, you know, you dragged me around, you know, from battlefront to battlefront. He says, but I got to tell you, Dad, this is the first time in my life I did not want to leave the battlefield. Brother, wow. he, he got the smell of battle in his nostrils, and he, he, he radically uh, was changed. And so from that point, instead of me dragging him around, he's dragging me around. Come on, Dad. We got to storm the gates of hell. Wow. You know, they will so not, what was his you know, message? When you say roaring, you mean that he was speaking prophetic words. He, he was preaching the Bible to the Satanists. What did he say? No, but brother, he, he not only preached, he was literally roaring like a lion. Like he was roaring. Okay. Uh, I mean, it just, it, I, I wish you could see the pictures, uh, chaps. The transformation is like unbelievable. They're literally terrified, brother. They're shaking. Uh, I don't know if you've been up against saying this, but it's it's a pretty imposing. So. So the the Satanists okay. kind of backed down okay. and they stopped assaulting the Christian kids. Uh, we're breaking up a little bit. We need to take a short break. We'll fix the audio problems. Uh, Pastor Rusty Thomas has an important book. JeremiahStrong.com is the website to get that book. We'll be right back. This is PIJN News. Hi, I'm Dr. Chaps. I want to introduce my friend, Mike Lindell, who wants to help support our ministry in the work of PIJN News. Uh, Mike, what do you think? Well, I think everybody out there, y'all need to get behind Pray in Jesus' Name's ministry. Dr. Chaps here, but this great ministry needs your support and you can, you should donate to it. You can also use your promo code PRAYNEWS and anything you're getting from my pillow with big discounts, a lot of those proceeds are coming right back. I'm gonna put them right back into this into your amazing charity and show. Well, thank you, sir. I accept that endorsement and we support your work at mypillow.com. Remember everybody, when you visit, use the promo code PRAYNEWS, you get a big discount and our charity gets a little bit of help. So thank you, Mike Lindell, for your support. They get a lot of help, not a little bit, a lot of help. <laughs> we need all we can get for Jesus name, amen. Amen. Looks like you've been sleeping well. Megan, he's back, the my pillow guy. And you're looking good. I'm still feeling good. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, we've got the best pillow ever, MyPillow 2.0. When I invented MyPillow, it had everything you'd ever want in a pillow. Well, now there's new technology that makes it even better. MyPillow 2.0 has my patented fill combined with a cooling fabric with temperature regulating thread. MyPillow 2.0 is truly the next generation of MyPillow. The best sleep just got even better. Whether you have a MyPillow or not, you need to get the brand new MyPillow 2.0. Call or go to MyPillow.com now. Use your promo code and for a limited time when you buy one, you'll get a second one absolutely free. 
You're sleeping even better. And cooler, too. And you're looking good. Feeling good. I knew you would. Visit MyPillow.com. He is the intersection of church and state. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Chaps, joined again by Pastor Rusty Thomas, who has written a book about his son, Jeremiah Strong. So, Rusty, walk us through, uh, there's, there's a cancer diagnosis, and you said there's a tumor in his heart that split him in two. Uh, how long did this take, and what was your family's response? Well, Chaps, it was, uh, it was March of uh, 2018. We thought he had a sports industry uh, uh, injury, and, um, and so we kind of nursed him along, and then we come to find out it wasn't a sports injury, uh, that he had uh, contracted an aggressive bone cancer. And uh, obviously our world was turned upside down. Um, and uh, quite honestly, brother, um, I think you know me, chaps. I'm sort of a frontline warrior. Um, but my duty was clear. I had to be by my son's side to help him walk through, you know, six hospitals, two countries. We spared no expense, no effort uh, to try to save his life. Um, and uh, it was interesting because at that point, you know, our family is in full-time ministry and everything was sort of taken away. And the only thing we had left to serve God was a sick and dying son. So it was it was kind of like a Moses deal, you know, when he's calling him to liberate Israel. What what do you got, Moses? Well, I got a rod. Well, okay, then that's what we're gonna use. And for our family, what did we have left? We we had a sick and dying son. And so, brother, that's what we committed to the Lord. And and from March till August, uh, till he passed away, God so powerfully used our son, brother. It reached the nations of the world. It reached into the political realm, the sports realm, Hollywood. I mean, you name it. His testimony spread like wildfire. And so many salvations, so many prodigals that returned home to their, their father and their mother. God healed marriages. And he recruited a lot of young people, brother, into the battle. You know, for the souls of men, the lives of babies, and the future of our beleaguered nation. And so, um, God probably used our son in that one year more than the 40 years that I had poured out my life into service to God. I mean, that's how far reaching uh, his, his testimony went around the world. And that's why, brother, we believed we, we got to be wise stewards you know, of Jeremiah's, you know, life, sickness, and death, and how God has used this. And that's why we wrote the book, and we hope it will become a feature film, because we want, still want him to produce the good fruits of the kingdom that, that God so richly blessed. And Even I from the grave. So I've got to ask, though, um, how did his message get out? Was it all social media? And what did he say? What would he say if he were here today? Oh, brother, the, the thing that went viral, brother, is his conversation with Governor Greg Abbott. Um, when, when it was 
clear that he was most likely going to die. Make the wish campaign came to us as a family and said, Jeremiah, you know, make a wish, whatever you want. You know, you want to meet with somebody, you want to go somewhere, you want to do something special. And uh, as he struggled with, you know, what to wish for, it was amazing, chaps, because he would just vocalize something and it would happen without make a wish. Like he would say, I'd like to talk to Tim B Tim Tebow. And like the next day, literally, Tim Tebow would call him up. Oh, my right? gosh. Like it, stuff like that was happening. But he found out about legacy wish. And that's where you make a wish that would not just impact you, but it would impact others. And so he made a wish that he could talk to Governor Greg Abbott and challenge him to abolish abortion in the state of Texas. Now, Make the Wish campaign couldn't follow through with that because it was political. But because he vocalized it, pressure came upon Governor Abbott to talk to our son. And that video of him talking to our son went viral wow. all across the world. And major media outlets in America and international picked up that conversation, brother. And um, it had a profound impact. Like and I you said, see the aftermath the of that. World. Uh, we have just a minute left, but the aftermath is that Texas became the leading advocate to abolish abortion. They started challenging it in the courts. Uh, and after the Roe versus Wade decision was repealed, Texas now has a, a, a heartbeat bill. Uh, uh, I think I know you're pushing for a life at conception bill. Uh, Texas has become a pro-life leader in part in response to the message of Jeremiah Thomas. Pastor, we have just 40 seconds left. Uh, would you lead us in a prayer and encourage people, again, where to find your book and, and how they can get involved? Well, thanks, Chas, for this opportunity. Uh, folks can go to jeremiahstrong.com and, uh, and sign up, uh, get on the waiting list for the book. Once it comes out, I'll send out an email alert and show folks where they can get a hold of the book. Uh, and it will be my honor to pray, brother. Please. Gracious Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for this time with my dear brother Chaps and this opportunity, Lord, to share the vision, mission, and message of our son's powerful testimony that you have so powerfully used. Lord, we pray through this book and even possibly a future film that more good kingdom fruit will come forth in this world. And that, Father, through my son's testimony, Lord, you would vanquish the great evil of child sacrifice and the shedding of innocent blood. And, Father, that you would remove the curse of blood guiltiness upon the land and restore our nation and our gates to righteousness and justice. And we pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Please visit jeremiahstrong.com. Our website is PrayInJesusName.org. Please donate when you visit PrayInJesusName.org. If you prayed with us or you need prayer, call us now toll-free at 866-Obey-God. We'll see you next time.
Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray in Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll-free right now, 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.